You're gonna need a bigger boat. That's right. It can buy you a boat, and you are listening to Boat Smart here on 1620 AM and 92.3 FM. So we are glad you're here today. We're looking outside. It's a little rainy, but I hear the weather's going to start clearing up tomorrow, and Sunday should, Sunday should be really nice. And uh, so you should get your boat ready and uh, check it out and go out Sunday. I went out last Sunday a little bit, and uh, it was nice. Yeah. Enjoyed the day. So. Seems yeah, like it's it always getting, rains on Fridays here for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. I think it's that leap year thing. Uh, uh, February seems so long to me. <laughs> like I was like, is February ever going to be over? Mm. And, uh, you know, it's just a weird month, isn't it? Especially yeah. every four years. I got a friend. She's like 18 years old, and she was born the same year I was. I don't understand. <laughs> but she was actually born on leap day, so right. leap year. So crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yep, so you are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show. 850-437-1620 is the number. If you have a question about your boat, maybe a question about the school over there at Georgetown Technical College, my program, or anything like that, maybe you just have a comment. Just give us a call or text 850-437-1620 is the phone number. Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida is our sponsor. Key Marine located at 5621 Bower Road here in Pensacola, 850-492-0487 is their phone number keymarinecenter.com go ahead and check out that website they are your yamaha and mercury suzuki repower center they have engines from 9.9 all the way up to 200 in uh, yamaha and mercury power so you can go out there and check them out and uh, they're more than happy to uh, talk to you about a rigging your boat out with a mercury or new yamaha or even a suzuki if you want to do that uh, as well key marine center uh specializing in service and repair on all Merc cruiser mercury yamaha and suzuki products you can also check them out on facebook as well uh, they put their uh, consignments on facebook and on uh their website so you can see what they have in stock there uh you can uh get a uh used boat with a new motor on it that kind of thing so uh check them out and save some money over there at key marine I'm the Marine instructor over at Georgetown Technical College. Georgetown is located at 2400 Longleaf Drive here in Pensacola. GeorgetownCollege.edu. Highly recommend you use that chat feature. That is the best way to get a hold of people out there. Although we do have a new phone system out there, and I've been getting yeah. phone calls, so that's pretty cool. Uh-oh. I can check my messages from anywhere in the world now. So <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I can do that. Uh, but there's also my cell phone numbers listed on the website as well. So a lot of people call my cell phone. I don't mind if they do that call or text that number as well. And uh, I do get people that actually listen to the show and they'll send me an email at work, you know, cause my email address is on there too. And they, I listen to your show. You have any advice for this or that? And, and sometimes it's a question about the school. Sometimes it's a question about their boat. And, uh, so people are listening to the show. I've run into them all the time. People yeah. listen to the show all the time. So it's pretty cool, uh, to, uh, hear you meet you guys and 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 talk to you off air so thank you all for listening so it has been a busy week this week in, at georgestone it, in my classroom i tell you uh it's uh it's been one of them weeks where we're just dealing with so much going on at one time mm-hmm. and i sent out an email so i'm taking in some boats from the school district uh 
teachers and people that work for the school district. We're doing law services. It's almost like pontoon central over there. We got hmm. pontoon boats everywhere uh, with uh, four strokes on them, of course, and we're out there servicing them and taking care of them and working on them. So we're having a, a good time uh, getting boats in and out of the shop and, and students actually getting real hands-on uh, with these uh, boats that we have over there. And uh, a couple students were working on a pontoon boat trailer and totally had to rebuild this thing. Everything come off of this trailer and they had to rebuild it and put it back together and get it adjusted for the uh, back adjusted for the boat. And uh, so they got that done and, and everything is just uh, just going on really good over at Georgetown. So we're having a great time. I do want to give a couple shout outs today. Uh, congratulations to Holton and Sean. Uh, they can, they completed their V engine certification and I'm filling up my wall of my certification. So if you walk into my main classroom, all the, um, uh, Yamaha V engine, all the Yamaha inline, uh, the Mercury online training certifications are all over my walls because I like students to see that and recognize themselves on the walls and uh, new people to come in and get to see that. And they can see on the walls, what my students are doing as far as all the certifications they're getting. And, uh, I keep saying every time, if I fill this wall up, I'm going to retire and go home. But I'm filling up so quick, I got to. I got to. Ready? Yeah, either got to change my retirement time or something because it's it. They're just filling it up, and and every time I say that, my students like, yo, you can't retire yet. We're going to make a better. We're going to do a different wall now. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want me to do that. So Alex and Riley, they both uh, got their inline certifications as well. And I have another student testing on inline on Tuesday. So we're continually testing, uh, training and testing these students on these uh, uh, certifications, which helps them on their resumes and, of course, the learning experience of the maintenance on Yamaha engines. Uh, so they're doing really good. I do want to give another shout-out to a previous student, okay? Uh, gosh, I have to look. I should have looked before I came in here so long, but I, I don't think he's been out of my class more than three years. Uh, his name is Clark Newsom. Uh, he actually works at a dealership over in Gulf Shores. Uh, give him a quick shout-out. That's Paradise Marine. They hire a lot of my students. And he completed his uh, master technician for Yamaha. So he is now a master tech for Yamaha. And uh, that's just a, such a good feeling, not only for him, but for me and the school. And it's such good recognition for that, you know, and uh, that uh, he got his – his master certification from Yamaha and Jeff Crane called me and he's our Yamaha rep and he said, Hey, did you hear about Clark? And I said, Clark called me as soon as he walked out the door. <laughs> I bet. He did. He walked I out bet. the door and he says, he said, Hey, Mr. Schmidt, he said, I got some news for you. And I got my Yamaha master cert, you know, and I mm. mean, that's just great to see students continue to move up. Uh, even after they leave us, their education continues uh, with all these dealerships and, and the uh, manufacturers helping them along. So I'm very proud of him and, and the steps that he's taken uh, through uh, my course and into a new career and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you get students that come into class that uh, I don't want to say you, that you, you kind of have to guide them more, you know, and it seems to me, this is crazy to me, but the students that you have to guide a little more are the ones that when it finally clicks, they become the most successful students. Mm. And it could be anything from how to teach them how to interview or, or attendance or whatever, you know, how to dress during interviews. And I want to bring that topic up in a couple of weeks, maybe about interviews and, and how to dress and haircuts and stuff like that, because I try to get my students to look their best when they go on interviews. And, and, uh, you know, Clark was, was when I remember when he interviewed, he came to me and I said to him, I said, Clark, you can't wear a hat. You can't wear that <laughs> stuff around your neck. Get your hands you out of your pockets. Yep. All this stuff, you know, you, you try to teach them, you need to go get a haircut 
uh, at least clean up some, that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you're, li- you're listening out there, start thinking about this because I want your opinion on first impressions. We talk about it often, but I like to hear some listeners talk, tell me about that. What are your first impressions when you meet somebody, uh, whether it's an interview or a party or just, you know, out somewhere? How does the first impression affect you in the way you think about a person? So we'll talk about that as we go. All right. We've got a text in here from our text line, 437-1620. If you have questions for Stefan today, let us know. Um, Brian from Pace wants to know, I have a C-Star steering system for my outboard, and there is steering fluid leaking from under the helm from behind the steering wheel. Is that a do-it-yourself fix, or should I take it in? Isn't it just a seal? I'm pretty good at fixing things, but don't know much about the steering. Okay, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. And steering systems, we we should talk more about those things because they're in every boat, right? Right. So that is a great question. So if you're looking at a C-Star, it's a hydraulic system, okay? It has a steering helm, which acts as a pump. There's a couple seals that come up around the uh, shaft where it comes through to your steering wheel, but also on the backside, you have some O-rings and a paper gasket seal on the backside of it, and then you also have your lines going to that helm, okay? So what I would recommend that you do is get in there with a flashlight if you, you know, or something so you can see really good, uh, a paper towel, something you can dry off your lines and around the back of your helm and see if you where your where your leak is coming from a steering leak is not a good thing you got to be able to fix that okay uh typically what we find is the the actual helm if it's leaking forward around the seals around the shaft that comes out to the steering wheel itself you will see a drip on the outside of the console but it depends on how the helm is situated in the boat it could be sitting more of an angle where it's going to drip outside the console or it could be up and down i've seen them flat on top of the console and that could but if it's on the outside seal you're going to see it running down the outside of the helm down down the front of the console area if it's on the back side or dripping in the console it typically going to be a loose fitting or a loose line and that may be just the take of turn of a wrench now I understand that you may be mechanically inclined, but there's little things about that. And we're actually going to talk some about that today, about stuff like this, as far as I, I know how to fix stuff. If you don't know the little things about these helm units, you could, you could break them really quickly because they have fittings on the back that you attach your lines to. And these fittings have to be tightened up. And if you over-tighten one, you could crack the helm. So that's an issue. So if it's a matter of just you know tweaking it just a little bit and getting it snug, and, and, and getting rid of your leak, that's, you know, okay. But take a, a dry paper towel, do a visual, wipe it down, and double-check it. One good way to do this is to take your helm once you think you have it fixed and turn it hard over to one direction and put pressure on it and have somebody look under there with a flashlight while you're doing that and then turn it hard over the other way and do that as well. And then what else you need to do is go back to your motor and you grab the motor and you move it back and forth. In other words, you're going to grab the bo- you can, The best way is by the uh, actual center section above the gear case and move the motor back and forth. Your motor should not move back and forth easily or at all. It should have a very minor amount of movement. If you've got a large amount of movement, say an inch or more, where it's really moving over and back, you've got air in the system. You have leaks somewhere that you have to take care of. Okay? All right. There is a process to bleed it once you c- repair your leak. If you don't feel comfortable with it, Key Marine will fix it for you for sure. 
Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Brian, for yeah, that question. If you have questions, let us know. 437-1620. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. It's Boat Smart with Stefan Schmidt. Get your questions in before you run out of time. Yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah, we do need to spend a lot more time on steering and that kind of stuff. There's so many different steering systems out there. And uh you definitely don't want to get caught with no steering. Yeah. And it could it could happen so quickly, you know. Uh, it's definitely something as a safety issue. It's definitely something that when I talk to my students about, uh, steering systems and putting them in and service them, you know, I, I talk about the safety portion of it. So if you don't feel comfortable with it, it's best to leave it to a professional. Okay. So right. now again, I appreciate that. And I hope that helps you, uh, take a good look at it and, uh, you know, let us know what the outcome is. I like to know the outcome. Sometimes you've, you're right. working on something. Uh, I have some students that previously call me and they'll ask me motor, about motor issues. I'm working on this motor and la, 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 this, this is what's going on. And they'll say, what you advise me to do. So I'll give them advice and never hear anything back, mm-hmm. you know? So, and the only time they, some of them call me is when they have a problem. I'm like, why don't you call me just say hello? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> don't call me with a problem or call me and tell me when you fix the problem or something like right, that. Right. So if I help you on the show, I like to know. Call us, tell us, hey, yeah, that fixed my problem. We, you're able to, I was able to get it over to Key Marine or whatever. We'd like to know. So that's, it's just good to help people. I don't mind helping, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh, we're starting two new students on Monday. I think I talked about that uh, last week or so. So I'm excited about that. Uh, they'll be in class on Monday uh, Monday afternoon, and, and that will start me again on my over my process of going over everything again. But I'm feeling very good about the new students coming in and the students that I have now. Uh, we all work really well together, so we're we're making that happen as well. So it's just it's just going to be a good time. And I was listening. I always listen to your show as I'm coming in, and uh, y'all were talking about already talking about spring break and summer already yeah. and when you're a teacher you know it, it, spring break like wow here comes spring break and then bam you're right back into again and in, in, in may you're finishing up and you know things are just going by so quickly and right. except february you know <laughs> oh gosh that was a long month did i already say that <laughs> you did you <laughs> so, did yeah. yeah so anyway all right so um I have a question for you or somebody asked me a question or told me, we were talking about working on an engine and they were complaining about something on their motor. And a lot of times listening to a motor and looking at a motor is how you uh, can tell if you have problems, right? And what if a customer comes to you and they say, Hey, my motor is making a chirping noise, you know? And you're like, okay, that's a good sign. Making a chirping noise. There might be something going on here, and I probably need to look at it. So my next question would be, have you taken your cowling off and looked at anything, right? Have you looked at your engine to see if there's anything crazy about it? And you would be surprised, and, and, and this is a question that you may think about, how often do you check the oil in your car? Or how often should you check the oil in your car? It's probably, I would bet it would say weekly, if not, at least monthly. Hmm. I, I, I haven't I, looked a while because yeah, you know, modern day cars, cars go 8,000 miles on oil changes now, right? So yeah. when you do the synthetic and all that stuff. I push it to five. Okay, five, yeah, eight, yeah. five to 8,000. 5,000, yeah. That's a lot of miles. It is. And if you're not checking your oil regular or looking around your car and stuff, um, I had a car oil change done on a car uh, recently, and I like to, I look at my driveway. My driveway gives me clues, right? And I'm getting back to boats here in a second, but, um, so my driveway gives me clues. And I, every time I move the car, I see oil spot on the ground. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, I think, Oh my gosh, I got an oil leak. I got an oil leak. Right. And I'm looking for it and trying to find it. I can't find it. And, uh, 
I can't even find the oil filter on this car. It's like, where's the oil filter on this thing? You know? So I'm looking and I'm trying to find it. And then one day I crawled up under it and sure enough, I found the oil filter. It was in the front. I never thought it would be there. Mm. And sure enough, it was leaking from the oil filter. And the people that did my oil filter, uh, oil change didn't tighten my oil filter up. Ah. So luckily it didn't blow off, but it was leaking just enough. It was telling me, hey, we got a problem, mm-hmm. right? And of course I was checking the oil, not on a regular basis. I was checking the oil because I had an oil leak, right? So when you start thinking about your boat and uh, how often you use it and that kind of stuff, we use our cars every day and we're always looking around. But people need to understand that sometimes you have to take, you really need to take your cowling off your boat mm-hmm. and look under and look around and look for water leaks. You look for uh, debris, you look for corrosion, all these things. Check your oil level. You need to understand how to check your oil mm-hmm. and make sure that you do that. Uh, if you're using your boat on a regular basis, you know, probably once every few weeks, but if you're letting it sit, every time you go out, you probably should check your oil, take your count off, and look around. So, we this, just, co- this is kind of, I don't know if this was planned or not, but this is kind of weird. We actually got a text about this very problem, I think, with the cow. I don't know so, if we want to talk about it, but go ahead. Um, so, uh, this uh, George says, I got a bird nest inside my cowling on my motor. Is there something I can do to prevent this from happening again? <laughs> you just mentioned taking your cowling off, and I'm like, oh, this guy just texted in. Yeah, that wasn't planned. Okay, wow, that's what's weird. Going on there, but yeah, so I was, I was hoping somebody wasn't razzing me because we actually brought my boat in to do some work on it. I'll go and throw myself under is the Is it bus. a Chris Craft by any chance? No, that's okay. not the Chris Craft. Right. Mine was a Yamaha. Okay. They pulled the cowling off my boat. My students did, and there were little birds nesting on top of it. <laughs> Do you so, know anybody named George? Yeah, no, nobody uh, named George. Okay, all right, well, so, coincidence. Yeah, so so how birds get in your cowling, and uh, this is actually why this motor was chirping. It had bird nests in there and had babies, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's ways to kind of prevent it, right? Birds, rats, snakes, uh, spiders. What, uh, is, what is it about the cowling that they like so much? It's, it's, it's a nice, warm place, of course. Mm-hmm. But there's a vent that goes up over and down on top of the motor. It's how it gets its air intake, right? So they get in there and they feel safe and they can build a they can build a nest up in there. Rats do it, squirrels do it. Yeah. So yes, there is a way to prevent that. Uh, one way is is to look. You know, always take an eye and look at everything. Another way you could put a cover over. If it's an inboard or stern drive, you may try to cover up vents or a boat cover of some kind to do that. But on outboards, they actually make boat covers or motor covers. Yeah. And they go over and they cinch tight around the the cowling which won't allow uh birds and mice and stuff to get in into that area and uh they can wreak havoc under that cowling uh rats and mice can do a lot of wiring damage oh yeah birds can build nests to where it pulls debris and everything into the motor that kind of stuff and uh so it, it it's just uh uh literally this was a complaint that the customer made mm. my bird is making have a chirp is making a chirping noise mm. And it was a bird's. It was a bird nest, yeah. right? So my point here is you need to understand how to pull your cowling off. You need to be able to understand how to look around and, and, and check your oil. Make sure that everything looks good under that cowling area. And uh, make sure, even with steering systems, make sure you don't have any leaks and that kind of stuff. Just look around mm-hmm. and try to get your hands on that stuff or your eyes on it. And if you have a problem or an issue, you need to you know get yourself familiar with it. And then figure out what you got to do to repair that problem or issue. So, yeah, uh, that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, if it's in an inboard or boat, he said it was on a Chris Craft. Uh, the picture he sent, yeah, it's a Chris Craft. But is it, a out, is it outboard on the back of it or did he throw it? Uh, I can't see the, okay. the engine on it. Well, if it's, an, if it's an inboard or stern drive, it's kind of more difficult to keep the 
the rats and birds and stuff out of it. But birds kind of like things up high. So a lot of times it's an outboard engine you'll see that on. Okay. Yep. All so, right. Yeah, if it's making a chirping noise, you might want to pull your gallon off. <laughs> yeah. If you right. have questions, get them in before it's too late. 437-1620, yep. Pensacola Expert Panel. I love answering those questions and talking to people. So you do that. 850-437-1620 is the number. So I'm more than happy to take your questions or comments as well. Yeah, I was kind of embarrassed when I pulled the cat and I was pulled the cattle off and there was a bird in us. But it was, it was fresh. There was no birds in there. They just started it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably... They probably did it, you know, less than a week ago because I just looked at everything. Right. And uh, they just got up in there. So I'm going to buy a motor cover to put over it and uh, make sure that don't happen again. But also take your cowling off and look, too. So that really helps as well. So what if your motor's running, it's acting kind of batty? You know? Is it like like shaking or making weird weird noises? Yeah, it's weird. Weird, batty, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I used to go down to Ocala a lot. And and the reason I used to go down there was my, uh, my mom lived down there and they lived on a lake. Well, what's on lakes? Boats, right? What happens when you have a Marine technician go to a lake that has boats on it? (laughs) They try to plan your vacation around working on boats, which I did not want to do. Right. But here I go, I go down there. Hey, I get there. The neighbor comes over. Hey, I got my boat down here and it's not quite running right. And can you check it out? It won't run for very long or whatever. Right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll take a look at it. But it's very expensive for me to drive down to Ocala and work on your boat. I'll promise you that, okay? So, yeah, I said, yeah, I'll work on it, but I didn't really want to. So I pulled the cowling off of this. I remember it was a Honda, mm-hmm. 90 Honda. I pulled the cowling off of it and just to look, do my visual inspection. And I'm looking at it, and I see something down in the bottom of the cowling, like a bunch of brown-looking stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I reached down there and kind of like to touch to, to, reached and see what it is oh, no. and it moved oh yeah kind of creepy right it moved and i was like oh that ain't good all right so i, I kind of looked down there again and what i see is a like 20 bats oh. had gotten in this motor and they had dug down in the bottom down here around the shift mechanism around the intake all this these bats wow. and i'm like oh that's kind of gross you know mm-hmm. i'm glad it didn't bite me right but I'm like, okay, well, I can fix this, no problem. Mm-hmm. I grabbed me some big old long needle nose. I hope there's no people out there that, what are they, PETA people and all this <laughs> stuff? Because, you know, this is probably not a great story. But, <laughs> oh, man. So I have to get them out of there, right? I have to exterminate them. I'm not going to call an exterminator. I'm now the exterminator, right? Right, right. So I have to reach down there. I'm grabbing one of my needle nose pliers on their little wings and I'm pulling them out. And they're flying away. I'm not hurting them. Okay? Right. Just right. so y'all know. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pulling them all out and they're flying away. And, and I'm, I, I probably pulled 15 or 20 out of there. Wow. And I'm, you know, I'm like, I hope they don't fly back and get me, you know? Right. And all these bats were down in the bottom of this cowling, and I had to pull all the stuff out. Now, what do you have also do you have when you have bats and cowlings? Droppings. Yeah, you have all that stuff down in there, too. And, I mean, mm-hmm. this thing was a mess, uh. you know. But that was the problem for him, the running problem. And they were coming inside this cowling. The boat was kind of on a lift, so it was high, and they and on a lake, mosquitoes and bugs everywhere. So they were having a high old time. Mm-hmm. And these, cat, these bats were getting in the cowling, and they built them a nice little nest in there, mm. you know. So there's all kinds of problems that you see with, with animals and with uh, uh, insects, uh, dirt yeah. daubers mm. get up in the components and stuff. Oh, and they yeah. create they build those nests. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Especially for boats that don't move a lot or mm. run a lot. So, yeah. So take your cowling off, do visual inspections, check your oil regular, check your steering system. Like that gentleman, he started seeing a leak. I don't know if he's starting to have a problem and then seen a leak or mm. what did he was just happen to look around in there and see that leak and hopefully caught it early enough that he really might have to do too much to it. But, yeah, visual inspections and knowing your boat, 
knowing your engine, checking your oil, all these things are going to be helpful to you to keep you going as we get into this new boating season as we get into wow spring break for school and all that stuff i know a lot of people are going to be wanting to use their boat and all so it's getting that time of oh, year oh yes so it really is yep another show gone by it's so quick yep just that, like february just right like february <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need another hour added to the show i know so, yep we do, well thank we y'all do. for listening thanks for the text today and thank you for key marine for sponsoring the show you can check them out out there at bower road or you can give them a call at 850-492-0487 Thank you very much. Thank you, Stephanie.